This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Giving Tuesday, the V Foundation. We need your support. It is v.org slash donate. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and of course today on ESPN2. Chuck Pagano, longtime NFL coach, former head coach of the Colts and cancer survivor, joins us right now. Chuck, it's Chris Carlin and Joe Fortenbaugh here on ESPN Radio. Uh, We appreciate you joining us for a few minutes. For those who didn't know, Chuck was in his first season as Colts head coach in 2012, diagnosed with acute promyelocytic leukemia and underwent the, uh, treatment from weeks 5 through 16, returned cancer in remission during the final week of the regular season, coached the Colts into the playoffs. It was a great, great story. And Chuck, first of all, uh, we appreciate the time. And as far as your health over the last several years, everything has been clear for you? Everything is good? Yeah, Chris, Joe, first of all, thank you. It's an honor to be on with you today, and I really appreciate you, you know, having me on. And, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm really blessed. Um, almost 12 years, 11 years uh, in remission now. Uh, don't have to <clears throat> go to the doc. I, I say, hey, do I need to come in? They're like, no, only if you want to, Coach. I love going back to Indy when I'm back there and seeing my guys there, but but the, but the health, is, health is great, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, been quite the journey, but very, very blessed and very fortunate. You know, Chuck, you get that opportunity to be a head coach in the NFL for the first time, and just weeks later, you are diagnosed. Take me through what the emotions were when you got that diagnosis. Yeah, I, you know, it touches, unfortunately, it touches so many people, right, guys? And uh, it doesn't discriminate, and it's like we all think, hey, we know people, family members, friends, whatever, but we never think it's going to be us, right? And then all of a sudden, to your point, you're sitting there, you finally get the opportunity of a lifetime, and you're three games in uh, the season, a short, you know, young season there in 2012, and then you get this news that, you know, uh, you've got you've got leukemia, you've got a form of cancer, blood cancer, and and uh, we're going to have to do X, Y, and Z. I remember sitting there going down to visit with the oncologist. You know, it was during a bye week, so it was kind of a blessing. We had to buy that, that season, the fourth week of the season. And we were one and two, just lost a horrible game, uh, late touchdown pass by Jacksonville to beat us at home. And then I go down and see this doc, and he tells me this news, and Tina and I are sitting there, and you have one of those, you know, why me moments. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now what's the game plan? What do I got to do to to beat this thing? What are the odds? Uh, what does this look like? You know, what what's this process going to look like? And all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, to anybody, you know, it's like getting, I always say it's like getting hit over the head with a, with a baseball bat, you know, a two-by-four, because it's the last thing you ever expect. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, we see it a lot. We hear it a lot. I was at the right place at the right time and felt very fortunate that the bye week, because if, if we didn't have the bye week there, like all of us knucklehead coaches, we just keep going. You know, we just think, mm-hmm. hey, it's the job, it's the stress, it's, the, you know, you're tired, you're working absurd hours, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I probably wouldn't have got in, gone in to get checked, checked out. So that was a true blessing in disguise for sure. Without a question, Coach, without a question. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. 
Christmas Day of all days is when you make your return to the sidelines. You coach the Colts the rest of the season, including the playoffs. What was it like to be back in front of the team? Like that's got to be a completely different experience than every other experience you've ever had in front of those guys, right? Joe, wild. I mean, like this, you're you're beat up physically anyway. I, I was out three months, twelve weeks. And so you don't have the same strength and all that kind of stuff going through what you got to go through. But then just to watch that team and the job that Bruce Arians uh, did in my absence and that staff and those players, and uh, they had just clinched a playoff berth with a win on the road at Kansas City. We got one more game against uh, Houston, uh, I believe it was. But to walk back in to that meeting room, like I get – I could get teared up right now just talking about it and and kind of be in front of, uh, you know, those players again. It was like surreal, you know, and, and it was like B.A., you know, damn near killed himself, you know, through the through the whole process uh, of taking over and, and manage those things while I was gone. And then walk in that meeting room and he kind of hands me a, a football and kind of like – you know, gives the Ranger back, takes his normal seat in the meeting room, and just the, one of the most selfless things I've ever been a part of uh, in my life, obviously, but it was unbelievable. And then game day, walking out on that field and, you know, winning that game. And people were asking me, like, are you going to, because we clinched a playoff berth, and they're like, are you going to play? The media was like, you're going to play your guys? And this one, it's meaningless, right? You don't need it. You're already in the playoffs. <laughs> like, are you guys. You know, I want to cuss, but I won't here. But <laughs> are you guys kidding me? After all we've been through, and now we're going to say, no, we're not going to play. We're not going to go compete. We signed up for 16 of these bad boys, so we're going to, hell yeah, we're going to yes. play. Are you kidding me? Yes. So it all worked out. Chuck Pagano, former NFL head coach and cancer survivor, joining us on this Giving Tuesday, v.org slash donate. That's v.org slash donate to support the V Foundation and all of your donations. 100% of direct donations go to research for all cancer types at premier cancer centers across North America. Again, it's v.org slash donate. Coach, when you look back did you need to set individual goals for yourself as you were going along to kind of help you fight through that entire process? Yeah, they, you know, it's funny you get in a hospital because I like when I went down and got <clears throat> diagnosed and they said, OK, 100 percent sure you got this. And I couldn't even go home. They, my wife had to go check me and go home, get stuff. I had nothing. And they, you know, put me in the OR, put a pick line in and there I went and they put this calendar on your door and you just start checking off days and walking into the thing. They said, probably going to be a month of treatment in the hospital. And then if your numbers are right, you get to go home after that month and do two more months of outpatient type chemo uh, from home. And then if everything kind of, so what we were doing was just, you know, marking off days, Xing out the, the calendar and every morning they'd come in and, and do your blood work and they check your you know white blood cell count, your hemoglobin and your platelets. And when they start pumping you full of that chemo and and whatever, I mean, they got to kill everything. They got to kill the good cells along with the bad cells to get this stuff and and to do, you know, do what they need to do to get you get you to remission. So, yeah, there was you, you just look at that calendar and say, "Okay, 
and really it was because of my coaching background and everything that I, I taught my our players was process. The process in the game was, you know, 60 minutes, all you got, one play at a time, don't judge. And don't judge means, hey, don't look at the scoreboard, good play, move on, bad play, move on, et cetera, et cetera. So I really took the same thing. My goal, hey, I was going to do it one day at a time, uh, fight my ass off, uh, listen to my docs, um, listen to my wife, of course, and my family, but really just that, that mindset of taking it one day at a time. And then the first goal was to get out of the hospital. And then that second goal was, you know, finish my, my two months at home and then, then get my butt back in that facility. And, and so, you know, things, things worked out. I was fortunate too, guys. I was diagnosed. You, you mentioned at APL, formal leukemia, highly, highly curable, right place, right time. I had great doctors. I had great care. Uh, Simon Comprehensive Cancer Center uh, down there at IU is unbelievable. So, yeah, every, everything worked out. So that was kind of the ultimate goal. The long-term goal was to, to make it back before that, that season ended. And, and then, uh, you know, once we got through it, was like, okay, look, we get through this. Many people supported me and encouraged me and helped me through this. Millions of people I didn't know. That's usually how it goes. My wife and I were like, look, we get through this, you know, and we're going to do the same for, for as many people that are going to fight this egregious disease as we can. Chuck, last one. we got about 30 seconds left. Just what message would you have for people who are going through this fight right now, whether it be with cancer or any other illness? You have what it takes. The good Lord's given you everything that you need to fight this. Uh, get a vision. My vision was that, hey, uh, I was going to I was going to beat this thing. I was going to dance it. You know, two more daughters' weddings, um, you know, walk them down the aisle and hoist that Lombardi. And so you, you get that vision and you believe. You have faith and you never, ever give up. And, and that's just got to be your mindset. You you got what it takes. And it's going to be hard and all that kind of stuff, but but you can do this. You just set your jaw and stiffen your spine and, and just just keep fighting your tail off. Chuck, thanks so much for a few minutes. We appreciate your story is just phenomenal. And we continue to support the V Foundation and tell everybody V.org slash donate and help the people who are going through this right now and cancer research as well. Chuck, you thank you very much. Thanks, Coach. Great. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Chuck Pagano, former coach of the Indianapolis Colts, cancer survivor. Saw him at the game the other day, and this is a guy who is the mayor. Everybody is stopping by to see him pregame, giving him big hugs. You can tell how popular of a guy he is there. And both teams coming by and, and talking to him, and uh, an inspirational story and for he, sure. And he's no, known as a player's guy. Yeah. You don't you don't run in the guys that were coached by him that have negative things to say about him. You can't say that about everyone in not the industry. Not a thing. Absolutely not. Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio on this Giving Tuesday across the world. We are supporting the V Foundation. All 100% of your donations directly go to game-changing research for all cancer types. It's v.org slash donate. We continue on ESPN Radio. Listen to what Jim Valvano said 21 years ago. I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. I'm not special. I just listened to what the man said. I listened to all that he said, everything that he asked of us, and that's to build the V Foundation. This is V Week at ESPN Radio. Join the fight. Go to v.org backslash donate. 
100% of your donation goes to cancer research. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. There's something very, very interesting happening under the radar that my partner pointed out that we need to start paying attention to. It's Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. Once again, we're on ESPN2 today as well as part of Giving Tuesday in support of the V Foundation, v.org slash donate, whatever you can afford to donate every dollar will go toward cancer research, and we appreciate your support uh, throughout this year after year after year. Our ESPN radio audience across all of ESPN, you always deliver, and we cannot thank you enough for that in the continued fight against cancer. Joe, you pointed this out last night, a situation to keep an eye on. What is it? We're going to monitor. We're going to monitor what's happening at the are university. Are we monitoring? Are we keeping an eye on it? Are we, you know, paying attention? What are we doing? We're paying attention. Okay. I think we're actually doing all three. They're just synonyms. Right. Like different ways of saying the same thing. I but understand. Yeah. yeah. So we're keeping an eye on this situation at the University of Colorado. Deion Sanders, who captivated the nation at the beginning of the college football season, one of the best stories of the college football season, starting 3-0, and huge upset win over TCU, has surprisingly had decommitments from three big-time prospects over the last week. Three. Now, it started last week. Receiver Winston Watkins Jr. reopened his recruitment. Sanders then came out and said the following. A kid ain't even faithful to his girlfriend. You think he's going to be faithful to a school? Come on, man. That's an emotional thing. What I wish the NCAA would do, if you're committed somewhere, you can't go on any other visits. If you're committed, that means you're committed. You can't go on no other visits. Why would you be committed, but you're still letting kids go on other visits? That means you're just playing. After that, two more recruits. Antoine Hill Jr., four-star quarterback in the 2025 class. He decommitted from Colorado. That was Sunday. Then Monday, yesterday, three-star quarterback Danny O'Neill and 2025 running back Jamaris Walker rescinded their commitments. Oh, So there's a few things at play here. Number one, and this is the conspiracy angle, is Dion leaving the University of Colorado? Mm. Are these commit? Are these recruits getting word that Dion's out, and as a result, they're decommitting? 
so that when Dion jumps to the next place, they will follow him there. Didn't Travis Hunter do something like that? Travis Hunter's been following Dion yeah. wherever he's gone, and it makes a lot of sense. He believes in him. They're tight. That's how it works. So the conspiracy theory here is perhaps, perhaps these guys are decommitting because Sanders is ready to jump. I don't know. Should well, we indulge? it could be two things. Number one, it could be that might be happening. Number two, it could be other coaches planting that seed mm-hmm. and in recruiting. There is obviously a ton of negative recruiting going on no, each and not, every day. Not in college football. Never. Um, let's start with the first part. It's the juicy one. If you're Deion Sanders and you did 60 minutes, you had obviously first takeout in Colorado, you've gotten all the attention that you did, you started the season as you did, an unbelievable story until we got to October, and then it all falls apart, and you go four and seven, and you are not even going to a bowl game at Colorado in year one. And you are picking up and leaving and going somewhere else? No, 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 no. No. You don't like this? No, 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 no. Are you saying it's not happening, or is this an opinion that you are not on board with this idea? I am not on board with this idea. Okay. If you're Deion Sanders, and you're picking up and leaving after one year there, that's garbage. I'm sorry. It's one thing. I would actually be okay if you had come in. And a team that had an over-under of three and a half wins had gone eight and four this year out of nowhere and did that. And Dion then jumps to a mega job. Like if A&M had come to Dion and said, here's the Jimbo contract. Okay, I get that. If you're going to I don't. Leave, I don't know why A&M would do that again. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, no. From an A&M standpoint, I don't A&M, know. A&M, what are you doing with the no offsets? But you understand what I'm saying. I know. I just have. Yeah. I, but if you're going to leave after four and seven, no. I'm sorry. That's gutless. You, you have to. It's not finish what you started, but at least show some results in what you started. Better results than what we've seen, which is four wins, which is good, but not... And everybody what was we talking, thought it was early. Let's talk about that for a second. Remember how in that first month we were all talking about whatever contract Dion got? Oh my God, they've already gotten their money's worth in every way, which way possible. They were three and zero. Yeah, they were three and zero. Everybody's coming to see Colorado. They're the biggest show in town. Is a little Wayne who's bringing them out. Uh, had a lot of action know, going on. Had a lot going on. And then you finish four and seven. You don't even go to a bowl game. I'm sorry, you didn't get your money's worth. And you just, it's one thing for people, I didn't understand the people that got upset at Jackson State because he was there for a few years. You can't do this to Colorado. Not okay. when you haven't done Jack. Couple couple points on if, this. If, Very good point. If, if. That's it's what he's saying. Yeah, it's just yeah. an if. We're just a couple guys having a conversation. That's all this is. Yeah. It's all, the, we're not making policy. We're not in charge of the NCAA. We don't run Colorado in case anyone out there was curious. Just a couple guys having a nice, light college football conversation. Yeah. As all college football conversations were meant to be. Number one, quickly, I know you have to win six to be eligible for a bowl, but there's got to be a bowl that would love to have these guys. 
Right. Like, can't yeah. you make the like if you're some of these bowls would oh, love you, to have Colorado coming me? in. Are you are you kidding me? There are you not, should make the exception. There are not going to be. There's a possibility that there's not going to be enough six and six teams. Correct. And then you go to five and seven, and then you go to APR and academic progress rate. But if we're being truthful, well, you got to go to the James Madisons and the Jacksonville right. States the, first. The, those guys go first, and then you go to the five and seven teams. And there, listen, with these bowl games, there is nothing but backdoor. Uh, backroom channeling and games going on as far as like who's going to go where and who wants to go where, all that stuff, all these direct ties. And I know, I I know that you're a purist in every way. (laughs) I I I know that you're as white as snow, but believe it or not, this kind of thing happens. Okay, so that's number one. I just sit there thinking, look, as a four win team, there are some bulls that would love to have Colorado there to over some of the six win teams right now. Absolutely, there's some eight win teams that that (laughs) is more interesting than so. That's number. I mean, look. Someone's getting Iowa. That's a 10-win team in a big Power 5 Conference Championship game. I don't know if you're going to want to watch that game. Now, they travel well, so you're going to want Iowa. It's just a joke. Number two, more importantly, though, didn't Colorado realize this was what they were signing up for? I don't think they thought this was a till-death-do-you-part sort of situation. Now, you're right. See it out a little bit more, maybe. But if he jumps, can you really be that upset? I can be that upset. If you're Colorado, can you be that upset? I mean, you're going to be disappointed and it's going to be bummed, but you can't be surprised by it. Surprised, no. You can definitely be upset, but you can't be surprised. I think that's what I meant to say. I I could be angry. I could be angry about it. I angry? Can. Okay. Yeah, listen, am I Daniel Gilbert after LeBron leaves? No. <laughs> Comic Sans? <laughs> no. No, i That's I'm an not. all-timer right there. Yeah, but I, I'm pretty torqued off about it. But what are the other things in your mind that are going on? Negative recruiting, okay. Uh, maybe the fact that they have gone four and seven, that maybe a little bit of the shine is off of the situation I right think now. That, I think that is more likely. A lot of times it's, look, the most obvious answer is probably the correct answer. Yeah. Him jumping, intriguing, maybe these guys are going to follow, but the idea that it was 3-0 and and everyone bought in, and then after that it was 1-7. and and it's like, well, keep in mind, they're going to jump to what? The Pac- the Big 12 next year, Pac-12 disintegrating. There's a whole lot going on where you might look at it and say, you know what? I don't be- find this to be all that stable. Now, I don't find it to be all that stable. For those of you that love behind-the-scenes stuff, allow me to just give you a little behind-the-scenes on what we just did over the last five minutes. You about to sneeze? No. It looks like it. I, I always look like I'm about you to sneeze. You are a human being who just walks around perpetually about to sneeze. Yeah. Must be quite uncomfortable. I got any bats in the belfry here? Am I all right? <laughs> no, you're good. You oh, look okay. good. Yeah. You look good. Uh, what just happened in the last five minutes was a discussion this morning of Joe saying, let's be ahead of this. So if it happens and Dion leaves, we told you first. Yeah. This show. You heard yeah. it here first. And if it doesn't happen... This was just reckless speculation. Exactly. Which is mostly no harm done. what we do on a regular basis. Yeah. No, I wash my hands of it. <laughs> yes. if, you're, if you're looking for somebody to be Not responsible. Not my problem, staying. No, 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 no. If you're looking for someone to be responsible, <laughs> you got the wrong dude. Carla versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80 on this Giving Tuesday. And once again, we urge you, if you can be a part of it, please do and support the V Foundation as all of your donations, 100%, go to Research for Cancer. And it makes all the difference in the world, as we have heard from David Lloyd today, as we have heard from Chuck Pagano today, V.org slash donate.
Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Dak Prescott is currently making a, can I say a charge? He keeps playing bad teams. He's making a charge toward his first MVP <laughs> award. One four-time MVP is among those who's very impressed. It's next on ESPN Radio at ESPN2 as we look at the back of Handman's head. Today is Giving Tuesday. It doesn't matter race, religion. It'll bring you to your knees. There's only one way to beat it, my friends. We got to raise dollars and give the oncologists a fighting chance. If you're able, go to V.org slash donate to help support the V Foundation for Cancer Research. When you donate to the V Foundation, 100% of what you give goes to the researchers working so hard to find a cure. You're stronger than you know. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. If we are not in it in three or four weeks, that could take it a different way. But I expect us to be in it, and I expect to come back. Aaron's a big boy, and uh, no one's going to know Aaron's body like Aaron knows his body. And if he feels, after all the doctors clear him, if Aaron says he wants to play, he's going to play. Turns out he's actually Santa Claus, too. I didn't know that. <laughs> Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. I expect the Jets to be in it at 4-7. and seven. We still expecting that? I don't think so. I don't. I don't no. 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 So Aaron was on as he is Never every Tuesday. Never have we tried to make more out of less than that. There are great artists who have yeah. painted ceilings. The Sistine Chapel comes to mind. I don't know how great that ceiling was prior to Michelangelo's work. Couldn't have been that great. He made the most out of that ceiling. What we have tried to do with this Jets team this year is pretty much on par with what Michelangelo was doing in the Sistine Chapel. And, and I have to tell you, your annoyance has been palpable as we continue to talk about the Jets. It, look, you get to a certain point in the year where the bad teams need to be weeded out from the conversation. Yeah. And you talk about the good teams and the entertaining teams. They are neither. They are neither. They are not good nor entertaining. You want to be entertaining? Fire somebody. Cut somebody. Do something. You bench Wilson. That was kind of entertaining. And then Boyle played just as bad. And then the whole world, see, it's not Wilson. Trust me, it's Wilson. But it's also everybody else. That's the Jets. You're all Zach Wilson. You're the Zach Wilson of NFL franchises. You just don't realize it. Well, it is Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. Ah, yes. On the Pat McAfee Show. So let's uh, check in on a couple of topics with Aaron. Uh, number one, 
What will determine if he returns to the field at this point? He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Well, that's not the right There one. we go. Yeah. Saw that one coming. How about this? It's always been first, am I healthy? And then, are we alive? Are we in it? Are we playing good enough to make a run? Can I step in and protect myself and play at the level that I feel like I'm capable of playing? But the first part is, is to help. So can I protect myself? Can I move around the way I want to move around? We're not where I can make a decision on playing because I'm just, uh, health-wise, I'm, I'm improving steadily. But I'm not at ability to play at this point. Yeah, that's starting to soften the I'm coming back this year bit. Yeah, how about this? And, and I would love this because this is a guy who speaks his mind all the time. How about this? Go on the show next week and come out and say, look, I'd love to come back, but we stink. There's no point. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. I'm not coming back. And then we can sit there and be like, bravo on the transparency. Bravo on the honesty. This is what every, everyone agrees with you. It's the first time the entire world unanimously agrees with Rodgers. No one thinks he should come back. It would just be too much risk for too little potential reward. There's no need. And I love the fact that he's trying to keep people motivated and positive and all that. It's great. But it would be even better if he came on and said, you know what? We stink. Uh, yeah. You know, big part of that is me getting hurt. Obviously, I'm great. I'm the only winner. The rest of you are losers, either by choice or by birth. But uh, I'll be back <laughs> next year ready to carry this thing. Now, that's the Parkman quote from Major League Two. We're just having some fun. But, yeah, it's at some point you can come out and be like, look, I'm not coming back. It, it doesn't make sense. And we'd be okay with that. Well, more than okay with it because, like I talked about yesterday, if there is this – notion from Aaron of feeling like he owes something to the Jets and it's important for him to come back. No. What you owe to the Jets is 2024 at this point. There you go. And it's not even, well, if the doctor says he can't injure it further, I don't care about that. I care about any injury, period. I care about anything else. I don't want you on the field this year when it means nothing. If you owe me something, you owe me next year. But then the topic went to Dak. And you heard a little bit of that clip already, but you'll hear the entirety of it here uh, as far as what his thoughts are on how Dak Prescott is playing. He's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. I just love that it, he's really playing the position. What I mean by that is I'm watching him make Ringo calls. So that's protection adjustments against these crazy looks and picking things up. I'm watching him uh, you know, bring the tight end back in against the zero pressure and throw an old concept we used to run for a touchdown of CeeDee Lamb in the back end zone. I'm watching him use his cadence uh, beautifully and and uh, and get into this rhythmic here we go into like uh, dummy, using it as a dummy sometimes, doing it twice, into like other cadences. I mean, I've, the last four or five weeks I've gotten to see more of their games and I just want to say like, He's playing a position in a really impressive way. He's playing at an exceptionally high level right now, but I'll tell you what's going on here. Why does Aaron Rodgers compliment Dak Prescott? Because Dak Prescott gets destroyed by everybody else. So, once again, the contrarian. Wow, didn't see it going there, but well done. I think so. Well done. I mean, wouldn't you say that Dak Prescott is one of the more polarizing quarterbacks in the league? He is, yes. And I don't disagree with your sentiment. What, what I would say is more of that from Rodgers. 
More of that. I like that analysis. Yeah. That was really good insight right there. That was really good insight from someone with credibility, who understands the position, who was able to break it down and explain it to us. I learned something from that. I found that to be valuable. I'd love to see more of that. I don't care. Like, I know we need the health updates, but I don't care about diving too much into that. The Jets yeah. season's over. Even if you come back, that team, that team is so far gone right now. Even if you come back, it's not going to do anything. And on top of that, some of the other stuff that goes on, fine. Comment on whatever. But that that breakdown was awesome. That was a good football breakdown right there. And he's right. Prescott's playing great. Prescott, Prescott has been playing very, very high-level football. Hopefully, for some, not myself as an Eagle fan, but in a couple weeks he has a chance to beat Philadelphia and start to get some of that credit because you know he's put in the work. Yeah. You know, and he takes a lot of heat. So there's opportunity for him. Listen, I like Dak a lot with the way he handles himself. He does well. And I am very curious to see if he's capable of winning one of those big games. Unfortunately, until he does, he hasn't. And that's just the way I'm going to look at it because he's had the opportunities before and he hasn't gotten it done. It feels like, and this is somewhat unfair, but it feels like anything short of a Super Bowl for him in his career, he's just never going to get the the respect. Right? Well, as like, you said earlier, you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. That you're not going to get that respect unless that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, it's like you have to go. Even if you get to the NFC Championship game and and win, but lose the Super Bowl, be like, all right, that's a great step forward. But you know, you got to win this thing. That's what it's all about. So he's he's up against it, but it is important at times when he's playing this well to acknowledge that. Otherwise, what are we? What are we if not fair? A lot of things. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things. Carlin, a lot of red wine last night. Oh, my God. Carlin versus Henry, Joe. by the way, really went to work on the red wine. Once the waiter convinced us that we should be going bottle rather than individual glass, like idiots pl- paying way too much, Hammond really got to work. Did you notice that? I, I did. He and you the, know why? He the team, yeah. Because I've been at the table before with Handman and followed the alcohol plan, and you made the decision to pick up the drinks last night. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. You're all welcome. Um it was outstanding, but I'll tell you, you know what? Just overall, and I love the guy. I love him. He's a good dude. Uh-oh. Does not get cheated at the table. <laughs> like, eyeing up that one last wing that on wing the other side on of the table. That wing was on his mind for four and a half minutes. Yep. He asked me. Four and a half. Twenty. <laughs> Twenty. There's no question. I'm looking over hey, those. Man, how long do you think you were looking at the wing? The last it, wing? It was in the 10 to 15 range. So you were very much wanting that last wing, but you wanted to see how it was all going to shake down. Yeah, and you were the only one that didn't order dinner. So I was like, well, that last wing should probably go to Joe. Considering Joe will probably pick up yet another tab, mm-hmm, as I've been exactly known to do. We figure, that. But, but rather than just move on from it, you still continued to eye hey, it. We as a team said yes to the two bottles of wine, so I just had to do my part. Smart, see, smart here's, play. Here's what's going on here. What Handman just gave you was the equivalent of what Aaron Rodgers just gave you, breaking down Prescott. <laughs> he broke down that whole situation. Joe didn't have dinner. Uh, maybe he's going to grab an extra one. I'll keep an eye on him. What's Carlin thinking? Always, <laughs> always a possibility over there. Is Evan a wild card to reach out for that last bang-bang wing? I don't know. Does Evan not like flats? Possible. <laughs> Got to kill some time. Let me stick my hand in my own drink, stir it around, make everything uncomfortable. Uh, take their eye off the prize, so to speak. That got you that last wing. We because are because once I saw that, I was like, you know what? You can have whatever you want. Just we are all playing checkers, and Handman's playing chess. <laughs> Carland, Car- Carland, Carland, <laughs> Carland, 
Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, <laughs> RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. On this Giving Tuesday here at ESPN, we continue to support the V Foundation. We ask you to do the same by going to v.org slash donate 100% of the money that is raised goes toward cancer research 100% of your donations it's Carlin versus yo on ESPN radio and ESPN 2 we need your help I need your help we need money for research. It may not save my life. It may save my children's lives. It may save someone you love. And it's very important. This is V Week at ESPN Radio. Join the fight. Go to v.org backslash donate. 100% of your donation goes to cancer research. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. I'm still here. I'm fighting. I'm not losing. But I got to amend that. When you die, that does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. This is V Week at ESPN Radio. Join the fight. Go to v.org backslash donate. 100% of your donation goes to cancer research. Today on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2, Carlin versus Joe. We appreciate all of you who have donated over the years to the V Foundation. And we ask you once again to do what you can to help at v.org slash donate on this Giving Tuesday. As we continue to raise awareness once again for the V Foundation 
and for cancer research. 100% of direct donations to the V Foundation go to game-changing research for all cancer types at premier cancer centers across North America. Again, it's v.org slash donate. Now, earlier in the show, David Lloyd, our Sports Center anchor, joined us. Now, David lost his sister to cancer when he was just a teenager. And then more than 12 years ago, his daughter was three years old. She was diagnosed with cancer. She underwent nine hours of surgery and 18 months of treatment. Here is David from earlier today on the show on where the money goes if you donate to the V Foundation. Here's sort of where the V Foundation comes in in a pretty direct way. We tried her on the the plan A was this carboplatin treat, treatment. I don't want to get into the details. I don't particularly remember them now. It's been almost 12 years. But you go with your best shot, your, your frontline um, treatment for this kind of cancer. And unfortunately with our daughter, she started developing allergic reactions. She started um, running a really high fever, vomiting, terrible stuff. And it just was not sustainable to stay on this frontline treatment. So thankfully, guys, we were completely at the mercy of the medicine. You know, if we don't have a medication that's going to work, we have nothing. Luckily, there was a different regimen to put her on. Luckily, she wasn't allergic to that regimen. And that went on for about 15 months or so. But I just sort of want to tie this back into the V Foundation and all the research they do. If there wasn't that second option or even a third option, we would be nowhere. and We would not have had the outcome that we had. You know, David's story, we had Chuck Pagano on earlier. You see what kind of a difference the donations can make toward cancer research in all that has been accomplished already, and yet still all that lies in front of us in the work that needs to be done. An amazing story. An amazing story. Inspiring. Um, I, I, I just, you can't imagine being in that situation. Yeah. And we talked to Chuck Pagano. You talked to David. One of the first things is just no no one knows how to deal it. You don't expect it. No one's planning for something like that to happen. It's always just this bomb that's dropped on you, and you've got to find a way to work through it. Oh, by the way, it's probably the most emotional experience you'll have to deal with in your entire life. Best of luck to you. The manner in which some of the individuals we've heard from today have navigated this, from David to Chuck we heard from Stuart Scott earlier, Jim Valvano. It's just at every turn, I would hope that those out there who are going through something similar derive some power from that, some inspiration from that, some hope from that. Just sitting here listening to it, it, it it's it, you just your heart breaks. But at the same time, you realize why we're talking about this and why these share, stories are being shared and you see the amount of money that has been raised that yeah. has gone towards this research. I mean, the, the V Foundation alone is the number north of $340 million, if I'm correct. $340 million? That saves lives. Right there. Saving lives. And as you have so eloquently put all day today, 100% of what anyone gives, 100% goes towards that. 
It's not 60% with 40 going to administrative fees yep. or 80-20 or anything like that. It is 100%. You can truly feel that you're making a difference because, in fact, you are. Well, as we know, it was founded in 1993 uh, by ESPN and the late Jim Valvano, the legendary NC State head coach and ESPN analyst. And the legacy continues to live on with the work that continues to be done. And once again, we we urge you, uh, if you can, on this Giving Tuesday, to give to support the V Foundation at v.org slash donate. It is v.org slash donate. Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM Channel 80. Today on ESPN 2, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. I got to throw a little, little battle with the microphone there, I noticed. I have a battle with the microphone every day. Arm got trapped underneath. It was like a whole thing. It's fat hands. It, it's, a, it's an uncomfortable setup. What is it like watching this all happen in person for you? It. You know what? I'm, I'm so concerned. I'm... The thing I love about radio, or that I used to love about radio, was that you could just sit back and do your thing. TV is all about posture and pocket squares, the two Ps. If you have posture and pocket squares and some presence, P P number three, you're going to make it in TV. Radio was about being able to do it this way, being able to lay back, relax. Now we're on TV, I got so many nervous ticks I'm picking up on. I do the bug eyes thing. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. I do the bug eyes. I got the shoulder thing. It's a very uncomfortable experience. So I'm sorry I have not been able to critique your performance because I'm just seeing my own and I'm disgusted. How are you disgusted? There's just too much going on. I don't know what the problem is. You want to shut off I the love monitor? The bug eyes, next by the way. What's it, that? You see the bug eyes, I right? See it. I see it. It's very I like them, uncomfortable. Though. I used to be a lot more intense um ten years ago. It made people very uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, because you're like you're having a conversation with me, and I'm doing the bug eyes, and it's like, what is it that I said? What are you doing? It's like it's not you, it's me, and no one, no one. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's not me. Yeah, I get it. Well, now it's like, that no, seriously, it's me. I've got a lot of issues here. I'm working through. I really have not paid attention to it, and I haven't seen it. But now I'm not going to be able to ignore it. Well, you're too busy trying to fight off the the perpetual sneeze. Thank you. No one battles it like you. V slash donate. Thanks for listening to the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Carlin vs. Joe weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app. The Carlin vs. Joe podcast.